Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and we are proudly sponsored by Easy Weddings. Easy Weddings helps thousands of couples nail their big day every year. With their award-winning directory and mobile apps, you can find and book top-rated wedding suppliers. You can stay on track with their planning tools or for a more hands-off approach. You can work with a wedding planner to save you time and money. Literally, please, Easy Weddings, will you plan it for me? Yes, we will, for free. So jump onto easyweddings.com.au to start your stress-free journey up the aisle today. And today we are joined by Susie Camareri, who runs Farm Vigano. Most of us call it Farm Vigano. Susie tells us all about Farm Vigano before we talk about all the issues that can happen at a wedding. But we learn the secret to a brilliant team, and that's how they transform issues into nothing or even into great memories. Allow me to introduce the very talented Susie Camareri. Well, hello and welcome everyone and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Guide podcast. And today we have with us Susie Camareri from Farm Vigano. Susie, how are you? Hi, Pete. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. And this is the second time we've recorded this. The uh, We had some audio issues before, so we're now doing this on site. Yes, yes. This, so. this is the second on site podcast I've done. Oh, in 60 this will be 62 episodes oh wow so it's nice it's nice to come to a nice venue you know yes. farm for Garner. it's pretty good yes yes yeah that's no, pretty good now tell us a little bit about uh even just the name farm vigano because yes. most people will know it as farm vigano yes so um so it's actually pronounced farm vigano there's a hyphen on the o Everyone knows it as Farm Vegano, and we do reference and we do say Farm Vegano. When we answer our phones, we do say Farm Vegano. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to educate people that that is the right way, but we understand that yeah, not everyone can pronounce it. Mm. So um, just to give you a bit of history of the farm, the Please. farm yeah. has actually been here since the 1930s. Um, wow. It was owned by Mario Vigano, who was an Italian restaurateur who came out in the 1930s. And he purchased a restaurant in Exhibition Street called Mario's. Okay, so he purchased it in the the city? Yes, in the city. Mm, In the city. Um, He bought this farmhouse and he would grow all his produce here for the restaurant. Um, So there's very much produce to plate before it became fashionable. How big was the farm to be able to sustain that? So uh, it was originally on 50 hectares and there was a caretaker that um, did live on the the farm so that we actually still have the, the caretaker's cottage here. That's, is that the, that's the one? That's that just, little, yeah, a little house that's just there, which hopefully soon will be a function, another function room. Um, so that's excellent. in the process. Yep. So um, Mario, his wife was a noted artist. Uh, a lot of her works are in the uh, National National Portrait Gallery. We have wow. some of her paintings up as well. Um, and he actually bought the property because 
his wife really loved the scenery and there's a lot of her a lot of her paintings are from from the farmlands okay yeah, so um about 20 years ago the government bought the land yes um so parks victoria owns the outskirts yep um and they wanted to knock it down so they were going to turn it into a park uh, but a local community group lobbied and they got the building heritage listed which was about a five-year battle yeah okay and then um my boss or the bot the owner who's bart crusher he had an offer to come and have a look at it and he walked down the hill and he saw the vision and yeah and then he yeah, put a tender in to get it it wasn't an easy easy sort of process sure it took him about three goes to sort of convi- oh, wow. to com- re- convince them that yeah, yeah. he wanted to turn it into a restaurant but yeah it all sort of happened and mm-hmm. here we are and yeah it sort of started just as dining first yeah uh, then got our first kind of wedding inquiry and then from there it just sort of escalated and now we kind of do dining wedding and events so we've got three sort of areas that we do yep when we do our big weddings we kind of shut the whole venue down you've got exclusive yeah. hire but yep. we also have smaller function spaces to do smaller weddings okay yes so the f- dining and function yes sorry the dining can continue yes if there's a function or a wedding going That's on correct. as well yeah depending on size yeah so the dining aspect's important for us because we always want people to come back and yeah yeah just continue and come and have your anniversaries here and it kind of starts sometimes when people are couples are coming to look at the venue they come and have a dining first sometimes yeah. they don't even like meet with us they just come and dine and check yep. out the food yeah and then they get to the next stage so i think that's a good way to do it because yes. they'll be extremely impressed at the quality and the quantity of food i think that yes. comes out that they get to enjoy yes uh and that's why i wanted to like i've been here a few times and yes. one i think one of my first weddings as a celebrant was here back in 2000 and geez it must be like 2015 or 16 yes like year, you know I feels like many yes. many yep. years ago yes good old greek and italian wedding and even then i was like oh, this place is great now yep. food is fantastic that was more of a sit down yes. one that meal yes and i've done a few since then and there are some venues and i'm not sure exactly why but i find maybe they draw a particular personality of the couple families and uh they're just always great weddings like you 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 can feel like when they're like their weddings like yeah that was a good wedding they're like oh there was something about the people who were there they made they made the ceremony great like they were involved they were taking part they weren't just spectating um and I just find that it's always that it's always that group of people who yes. are here. Yes. And the last one, last couple I married was uh, Catherine Jordan. Yes. And I think it was back in February. January. Was January. it January? January this year. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> January this year. Um, we're in May. This twenty fourth of May today. Yeah. If everyone's wondering the, the distance yes. of time, and great winning again. And for me, it was just yeah, emceeing afterwards. So I'm staying around, getting to know people, just talking. Uh, I think St. Joseph was here as well, um, doing music and performing and DJ. And, you know, I'm a big food person. Yes. Uh, and I know I don't show it because I'm not necessarily a big person, <laughs> but I'm, I highly value my food. Yes. In fact, that was probably, that was the... the 
the thing that the tipping edge for me marrying grace was as soon as you know she's like let me cook for you and like when i ate her vegetarian lasagna and yes. i was like oh my gosh yeah. imagine what she could do with a real lasagna <laughs> i was like this is fantastic yeah. so to come here and then you have a great wedding you're meeting great people and the food though is just incredible like you and and it's not just the quality though it, it, it is the quantity of it as well you can just keep going back for um, for the mains, for the dessert, yep. you know, I think pizza is the entree. Yep. Like it's, it's exceptional. Is there a particular mentality or anything that you go or yeah. you, you do yeah. your food? Um, look, part of our mission is to preserve the um, art of uh, just it- Italian culture and Italian food, and a lot of that is just a sharing style. So it's yeah. just sort of like the. The Sunday lunch where all the meals go, all the food goes down the centre of the table. Yeah. So that's pretty much sort of the core of what we do. Yeah. Our seated events are sharing style. It's not a per plate um, type of deal. Yeah. All goes down the centre and an abundance of food. Um, so we, we do attract a particular type of couple. We do um, attract people that are really into good food and good yeah. wine. And we actually do very little marketing, but feed people really well um so it's that's a all, great it's all form just of marketing of, it's in all, itself. yeah it's just all word of mouth and when yeah. couples come to me and i say you know how did you hear about us and they'll say such and such came for dinner such and such, such, and such attended a wedding um my cousin you know recommended because someone came here for a function and there was so much food and it's always like so much food it was so much food so we look at it like i think i i believe that there's three things that people remember from a wedding um, and the first one is the food and wh- how well fed you are and whether sure. you did that Macca's run on the on the way home. Yep. So if you didn't do that and you were well fed, you will remember. The second one is the vibe. Um, yep. So whether just was it boring, was it lively, was it you know exciting? Yeah. And then the third one was is the venue. So was it different? Was it reception? Was it the same sort of thing that you you know just sort of rolls o- over to the next? Mm. So that. Food for us is is the core. We do have the beautiful venue. Um, you do. The vibe is too. pretty much, you know, the band, the DJ, yeah, and just the couple and their energy and what they bring to the sort of party. Yeah. But we're responsible for two, so we've got to yeah make sure that we do that really well. I think you do do it well. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have wanted you on the podcast if you didn't. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. You've got a few different spaces to get married. Um, there's a second lawn there I hadn't seen. Do people get married yeah. there as well? Um, that's our citrus area. Okay. Um, it's a really beautiful spot, but it's a bit slopey. It is slight, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have looked at potentially excavating it to sort oh, of right. make it a little ceremony area. So yeah. that's something on okay. the plans. Yep. Um, but it is quite lovely. The other area is the orchard. So we do have an orchard down oh. the back. Um, behind the tennis behind the tennis courts i've got about 500 fruit trees planted wow that's hidden well yeah yeah right yeah so that orchard actually when when the property was restored uh the community every family kind of donated a tree to restore it all Hmm. so each one has a, a sort of a family heritage to it do they get um, to come and enjoy the yeah so it is a community yeah. orchard you can come and pick fruit anytime so there's no charge even, oh, the, wow. even the citrus yeah and we've got um we've got plums pears peaches nectarines figs quince um so yeah you, you do see people with their plastic bags <laughs> sometimes hiding because they think it's not allowed <laughs> and you're like it's okay you can pick <laughs> 
This is great. So you can come have a wedding and yes. then walk back with a little gift basket That's as well right. of fresh yes. fruit and yes. citrus and whatever you need. Yes, so citrus is is what's sort of flowering at the moment. So yep. lemons, limes, kumquats. So you can come and pick. So if you need lemons today. Well, I think I, I think Grace did ask me a little ago, if you know it, and I'm being serious, she's like, if you know it with lemons, grab some. So yep. now that I know, I yes. might have to have a little look. Yes. Well, great. So there's model spots. You've got the wet weather area as well, yes. which you still get a great view with. And I think that's what makes yes. a wet weather option uh, still a good one. Everyone wants the outside sunny weather. Yes. We live in Melbourne. Not always going to be that. And it's nice to have an area where you're still going to get a nice view and just a, uh, particularly on a cold day, you can close it off, yes. get some heaters going. Yeah. You mm. need that in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. You really need that. Oh, yeah. Because we've used it all year round. So it's not just yep. winter. Yep. People think it's just, oh, yeah, it's just winter. No, we've used it in summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, on, on those hot days as well. Yeah, actually, we have um, some of those really hot days. There's mm. misting fans out there as well. Yep, um, yep. So we can put them on. So much going on. Now, so I, I guess before we go on to our next thing, please, everyone, come to Farm Vigano. <laughs> Grab some lemons, enjoy some food, have a yeah. beer, have a coffee. Uh, but we're going to talk about when things go wrong behind the scenes. Uh, and when I talked to Susie about doing a podcast, she asked me, have you ever talked to anyone and talk about mistakes that happen? And I love that. And I think that shows the confidence in who you are to yeah. talk about things that go wrong. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that go that I've done wrong as well. Probably want my biggest uh, mistake as well and, and what I did with it because no one wants a wedding that has issues no one, no one plans and goes you know can't wait for things to go wrong but understandably things do go wrong things yes, go wrong all the time normally the the level of when things go wrong yeah. you know aren't too bad um, but I think as a, as a venue and as vendors things will happen that you just um you do your best with and we're going to talk about that yes. today talk about how uh essentially how we can make uh lemonade out of the delicious lemons <laughs> which i'm going to pick later on uh so susie why don't you tell us a little, few about things right, that you've I'll done you. and things that have happened so i when i'm during the process with couples i often share some of these stories and i share them so um they can be a little bit more organised or just be aware that this, things like this can happen um, just to make sure that you put plans in place. Um, and they love it and people love to hear what happens. And it's not, people think it's from a venue point of view. So we do this weekly, we have it down packed. So from a venue point of view, rarely, rarely does anything sort of go wrong. We, you know, we set the tables, the food's always ordered. We always yeah. have everything in place yeah. and it's always pretty good. Um, mainly what happens is from just, yeah, things from the sort of the couple's perspective. So probably the one that I repeatedly sort of um, tell my couples is I had a groom once that uh, hired a suit and he, he, and half an hour before, you know, coming to the wedding, he gets dressed as you yeah. would do as a groom. Sure. And he's popped his pants on and he, they've given him kids' pants instead of <laughs> adult pants. So he's had a panic. Sure. Um, 
the place is closed. He can't go and exchange the pants. And he's gone out to the nearest shopping centre to try and find another pair of pants. But he's just kind of... It's happened. It was quite quick. He kind of just ran out. Um, and we were waiting. He, No one knew where he was. Right. It was five o'clock. The wedding, you know, wedding was meant to start at five. He's not here. And I'm having a panic thinking, oh, no, I'm going to have a groom that doesn't turn up. The yeah. bride has arrived. She's yeah. circling. Oh, no. Um, and then he eventually comes and he's all flustered. And he's like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. Um, my pants were too short and I had to go and buy another pair of pants. And I'm like, that's okay. Let's, you know, have a drink. Let's get it, let's get, get it happening. Yep. Let's get the wedding moving. So I often share that story. Just say like, guys, try your pants on. Or, you know, if you've put on, if you bought a suit and you put on one, just try your pants on and mm-hmm. make sure that everything's good. Yeah. So I had another time where I, I shared the story. It was like a Thursday. They had dropped off all their stuff and the groom, um, the groom lived about an hour away, so when he Come. drove here, he just wore a pair of jeans, his sure. shirt, and his jacket because he didn't yeah. want to crease his pants. So he's arrived, and he's realised he's left his pants at home. <laughs> and he goes into a full meltdown, which I felt really I felt really sorry for him, so we're just trying right. to calm him down. He's yeah, having yeah. A full anxiety, and he's oh, disappointed, no. and he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe, I'm, you know. I'm like, don't stress. So... Um, the, we One of the guests managed to just pass by Uni mm. Hill, which is about 10 minutes yeah, down yeah, the road, far, yeah. and bought him every size, every <laughs> size. Because he's like, you know, I'm, you know, I had them sort of tailored for me. And I'm like, that's fine. We'll just get like, you know, 30, 32, 33, 34. <laughs> we'll just get them all. Anyway, um, he wanted one of, a, one of the staff to actually go home and get his pants. And I said, we can't actually, we can do it. But we won't make it back for the ceremony. We'll make it back for the reception. But one of your staff. Yeah. He's like, can someone go? And I said, I'll go, but I'm not going to make it back. Sure. So you're going to have to get married in jeans. But anyway, we got the pants and he was fine. And then, yeah, he was fine. So they're just some of the small, small sure. things. Yep. There's always brides that are, brides or bridesmaids that are busting out of their dresses. That's a common, a common, okay. a very common yep. um, occurrence. Um, so I have actually sewed bridesmaids in while they're crying because they've put on weight. And I'm like, just that's okay. Let me just sew you up and let's just get you down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a bride not too long ago, actually, that came out of the car and had a halt in it dress and then it kind of just ripped. And I was there sewing just prior to the ceremony as, as she went down. Yeah. Um, some of the other things are like uh, we've had... Uh, I had a, a beautiful arch done mm. with flowers and yeah. a really lovely sunny day. Yeah, yeah. Music playing and the brides arrived and a gush of wind comes out of nowhere and half the flowers have fallen off <sighs> this arch. And as you know, Pete, we're on two levels. So by the time I run up to go and get some, some tape, um, I've got a bride that's just arrived, so I've got to not let her know that something's yeah, happened. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> um, so the band's like, oh, we have some cable ties. We've got some, we used some of our, you know, our wires. I'm like, yep, that's fine. She's arrived. She's like, why isn't the music playing? I've paid for this music. And I'm like, that's okay. They're just having a little bit of a break. Um, so we got it all sorted, got her down the aisle, and then we told her at the end of the night. So... Um, so you, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. you don't want to spoil it for them. No, either. no. Look, I, I once had a wedding, more of a DIY wedding down at uh, down at a, one of the beaches. It's like Sandringham, 
and uh, the family were there. They had an arch, and it was so windy, and they kept blowing everything over. <laughs> so the um, the mum was there, and we're trying to feel like we're just like something heavy on there. She goes over, she rips this steak out of just like one of the cancel steaks out <laughs> out of the ground, comes over that everyone starts helping bash it in just to secure this. Yep. Um, it was great. Yeah, it stood yeah, up for the ceremony. Yeah, no, you so do. Good on you, mum. Um, and then I'll share one more because I, I can be go, I could be here all day just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. millions of things that go wrong. But one of them was um, we had a couple that brought an antique topper, and it was for great a cake for a cake. Yep, yep. a great grandparents' um, topper, and um, so we positioned the cake. I put the topper on, and it's all good. And then my boss walks past and says, oh, I think that the table's crooked and moves it like an inch. Well, this topper fell and broke. And then I went into a panic going, oh, my God, I can't (laughs) believe you've done this. Oh, my God. And so canapes are taking place. We're there with glue. And it was a real clean cut, which was good, thank God. Uh, We're there with glue and a hairdryer. Canapes are taking place. We're like, quick, quick, get this top. We got it fixed. We put it back on. And then, then we told the couple at the end of the night so it's you know sometimes it, we don't mean to but sure. things happen things happen things happen uh we've had a f- lots of cake disasters of cakes having like the leading tail of pizza oh. kind of not made too soft or not made right or not having dowels in them so yeah. we've had a lot of those ones are or, these predominantly like friends have made it or are these, no, are professional, pro- these are professional these are professional cake yeah. Yep, yep, yep. and the other one is we've had we had a groom that picked up a cake and he dropped he put it in his boot and dropped it. It he, dropped in the brute on the way here. Like he dropped the cake in his dropped, boot. Yeah. So then we had to patch this whole cake. It's <laughs> <laughs> messed up his boots and then I was and like, oh, people just pay pay for delivery, pay for the professionals yeah. to please bring it in. Sure. Um, it's good advice there because yep. yeah, sometimes you try. It's when you're trying to cut corners when things happen. Yeah. So it's, there's a reason why people have a fee. Because then you guarantee that it will, yes, it will come. It will get there. It will get there in one piece, and then they can fix it if it, if, if you know, if yep. something happens, they have all the tools to sort it out. Okay. Do you have a good cake person? We do. Yes. I'm keen to talk to a good cake person because okay. I, I, normally you go to weddings, you have a bit of the cake, and you're like, oh, it tastes a bit like um, plastic, or yes. this is no flavour. And there's one went to a wedding recently. Oh, the cake was just so moist and just yep. it was like the it tasted like a perfect like a muffin yeah, yeah. but it was a giant cake yeah. but they're no longer doing cakes yeah. so i need a new cake person okay, to I can interview get you a cake per- as Great. a venue we become we're like cake experts yeah I we, imagine. we get to try yeah lots of different cakes and then we're, we're just like not nah, good not good yeah 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 okay. majority of the time they're good but yeah some of them just go that a little bit above and beyond and are really good okay yes Excellent. Um, things happen. Things happen behind the scene. Yes. So that's good, just in terms of getting people to just double check you've got everything before you leave home. Yes. Uh, if you've picked your suit or dress up, yes. Try it on. Yes. Don't just go. Oh, it's all sorted because they yes. might have given you kids pants instead. Yes. Uh, if you're doing a cake, get people just to pay them to yes. deliver it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Having antique toppers, fantastic idea. Just be aware that it things can go wrong. Yes, yes. Um, but what I like is, even though it fell, you repaired as much. You know, you did what you yeah. could do. 
on the day and you kept it it was all good you know let's keep it going and then um you let yeah. them know after yes look over the years we've collected like a little toolkit of different yeah. things of all the things that can go wrong yeah from sewing kits to baby wipes to yeah. hair dryers to all glues all tapes double-sided tapes just everything yeah. every time we go yep we need this we need to add that to our kit just yep. things that happen um even even like washing powder i had a, a bride only like four weeks ago actually that sat on coffee and had big coffee oh, stain on gosh. the back of her dress and i was there just scrubbing washing 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 the dress and we, we eventually we got it all out so that was a oh i can imagine yeah, her heart in the car she was on the house, in the car she just sat on oh. she sat on coffee oh, <laughs> And she's like, oh, she came in. And she's like, oh my god, my dress. And I'm like, don't worry, just come here. Let's just wash it out. And yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, and you gosh. just got to, you, you really got to think on your feet and just look at what what can I use around me? What do we got? And how can we fix it? And you just, yeah, just got to get on with it. Get it, get yeah. it sorted. Quick, For sure. Yeah. Quick, without anyone knowing that anything went wrong. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think seems like the lesson I can and or the, you know, I guess I'll say the lesson you can pull from everything is that when things go wrong, you want people in your team around you who will yes. make the most and the best out of the situation. Yes. Because you can't control everything. Yes. And that's okay. It's okay that things go wrong. Uh, and we've heard of plenty of, um, I hear from plenty of vendors, we, we talk, you know, things that happen, but then it's how we fixed it. Yes. Or we did what we could do. Yes. Uh, and I want to talk about, and I want to share my biggest yes. failure, I think, as a celebrant. Uh, so names are pretty important in a wedding. Yes. I think you could almost say as long as a celebrant gets the couple's names correct, there's not a whole lot more they can do other than be a real bore. Like as long as they get the names right, not a problem. It's the most important It's pretty aspect. much the yes. most important aspect that you know who you're marrying on the yes. day because everyone else knows who they are. Yes. So to have a stranger come and get the names wrong is like that person has no idea what they're doing. Yes. That's the message it sends. Yes. Knowing this is a celebrant, I know how important it is. So when I accidentally did this to someone, I had to make something of it. So this is the start of a wedding. Yes. Uh it was at a Merce in the Yarra Valley where we're there and uh, I'm marrying Toby and Steph. Uh, Toby's father had passed and so they'd asked me, can I introduce his brother Dan to come and light a candle for their dad? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, of course. So I've welcomed everyone. Steph's walked down. It's this beautiful moment, you know, invite everyone to take a seat. Uh, and then just before getting into everything, um, I asked, you know, I said, uh, Todd's uh, brother Dan is going to introduce, you know, going to light a candle for their, their dad. Yes. Didn't realize I said Todd when I should have said Toby. Oh, okay. <laughs> it completely, in my brain didn't, yep. didn't tweak at all. So they did light a candle, not a problem. Then I go into, you know, introducing the story and I said, Todd again. Oh, no. Oh, no, he's right. <laughs> And so then, and look, this, Todd is a very, very funny guy. And he just said, hey, Pete. And I, I looked around and he's like, my name's Toby. <laughs> and I'm like, did I, did I say Todd? 
and in that moment, my brain was like, you messed it. You've messed up the entire day. You've yes. ruined it. You're emceeing later and everyone's going to think you're an absolute joke. Yes. And so in that moment, I had to go, I said, did I say, did I say Toddy? I said, yeah. And I go, I go, Toby, the only reason I said Todd is because when you first saw Steph, she was with this guy called Todd. Oh, wow. And he was an absolute, you know. And then I just continued in the story yes. from there. Yes. Because part of the story was he did see someone that she was dating. Okay. He did see her give him a, a real greasy look and he was like, yes. oh, I'd hate to be that guy. And so I, I completely had to just talk shit in the moment. Yes. To recover. And the rest of the ceremony in my head, I was like, just say Toby, just say Toby, just say, that's all I had to say. As long as they're Toby, yes. we're all fine. Uh, so completely self-conscious about what's just happened. I'm yes. like, I've just broken the one rule as a celebrant. You do not break. Yes. And at the end of it, going into emceeing, I'm still wondering, I'm like, oh gosh, is everyone still remembering this moment? I'm like, gosh, I hope not. And then I heard a few jokes here and there. Yes. Not even people saying it to me, but they were just saying like, as a talking, talking, you're like, you know, oh, and Todd, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's a thing. <laughs> so I'm like, so this is what we do. Yeah. We lean into it. Yes. So then it's a dis sort of, it's, it's now joke after a little joke, just subtle things yes. of Todd. And it's like, it becomes, it, it became a thing in the wedding. Yes. It became a laughing point, it became a talking point. And people came up afterwards to him and they were like, People didn't know it was a like a mistake. They yes. thought it was something that was done on purpose because yes. it was the way the way that I guess I did it, but also the way that Toby rolled with it. Um, and they really were the perfect couple for this to work with because they're very very funny couple, very perfect. laid back. Per, you know. Yeah. So I felt terrible, but it also became something in the day. Yes. And I felt like I recovered it well in the moment. To the point where people were saying, oh, I didn't even realize it was, they thought that was just part of the thing. Uh, and so I think the, the lesson again is when things go wrong, you want people around you who will make something of that situation. Yes. yes. Not freak out. Yes. Not panic. You know, I could have gone, oh, I'm so sorry. And then stumbled over my words, but I just had to keep going. And the, that sort of rule in yes. performances you know, no one knows you made a mistake until you admit to it. Yeah. And so you've just, if things happen, you go, no, no, we'll just do what we can do to resolve the situation. So that's my biggest mistake I've yeah. made. Um, and I feel like I made the most of it and it made, it became a, a centerpiece of the day. Yes. Uh, so if you've got people around you and your team and things happen, but they can make the most of it, I think yeah. you've got a winning team. And I, and I also believe that whatever's meant to happen on that day, will happen so if yeah. that that mistake was meant to happen for whatever reason it, well, but it actually then makes you sort of come back and be a better celebrant because you become more conscious yes and it's now um, also a unique name for him as well so yeah. all his friends call him Todd <laughs> so that's you know yeah uh -huh. so it, and you know you, yeah you, sometimes you can't see the full picture but every mm. every I always say every no wedding can happen without a story, without something sure. happening. So yep. everything, something's meant to happen. It's meant to happen. And yeah, yeah that's, you just move forward. You just, yeah, just yep. sort it out and move forward. Yep. And I think that on the day, there's a lot of pressure for things to go well. Like the, yes. obviously, but then if you can 
you've done all the planning, you've done everything, and once you've done it all, you've kind of just got to then let go. That's right. And I've, I've planned as best I can. That's right. And the, I think the tighter you try to hold it on the day to make sure everything's perfect, yes. the less you will enjoy your wedding. Yes. It's like, no, just now you've all got to let it go and let be what we. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Well, Susie, thank you for coming and sharing some of the things that you've seen and um, some giving that advice here. Uh, so everyone, I, I highly encourage you, come to Farm Vigano, Farm Vegano, however you want to say it, they will still feed you, they will love you, they will take care of you. Uh, if you're looking for a wedding venue, please come and check them out here in South Morang. And uh, just remember, whatever happens on your wedding day, even if it might not be perfect, Get the team around you who are calm, cool, collected, and will make the best of your day no matter what happens. I agree, 100%. Cool. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, I appreciate you coming down to do this personally. Um, And, yeah, we look forward to you coming back soon. No, I do too. I do too. Well, thank you. Thank you for the coffee. I'm going to go grab some lemons, everyone. And I hope you have an absolutely incredible day and also uh toby love you todd (laughs) see you guys thank you bye bye